little girls. This seems to say. Do you? Do you? I beg your pardon. Are you ill? But Robert Ford would only lay on the floor and look at the ceiling, the light going out of his eyes before he could find the right words. Okay then. Okay then. Okay then. Whatever are you doing? Hello and welcome to another edition of Spoilerama's list of films. The special. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> list of films. <laughs> We're doing this for three years and this is the most original way you come rundown of the year yes highlights of the year and yes. lowlights top rated films on our lists who are you <laughs> I don't know you're meant to introduce yourself oh wait I, I didn't no don't you tell me how to host okay. excuse me I wasn't even finished talking you interrupted me just to tell me do you want to host yes welcome to <laughs> I'm Marina Gorski and I'm Mick Jordan yeah so, <laughs> happy Christmas, everyone! Yeah, no, that, happy that was well year. over. Right. So, how are we going to do this? Do you want to go through worst first, and then for, that's what normally what we do, isn't it? We do worst, best, and then experiences. And what we I think we did best first because the worst are the funnest part. <laughs> really? Okay. Uh, well, you said it. Was, you were really <laughs> yeah. looking forward to it. Right. That. We'll start with the with the best then. This year, I have to say, disclaimer, wasn't my best year in going to see films. I'd say you won by, like, so many of the yeah, I did get to see a lot, but not as many as the year before, I think. I can't remember how many went Oh, yeah, I definitely didn't see as many as I did the year before. But uh, you were saying to me, I thought you would beat me, because you were saying to me recently, yourself and John had gone to see films nearly every day for the past few weeks. Yeah, but that doesn't amount to the ones that, like, we didn't even see, say, from April to June. Like, there Oh, were right. There were months, lo- nothing. Is well, I'd say there was a full month where we didn't go. Well, one, because it was fuck all on. But okay. And we're off to the swearing <laughs> straight away. Right. So let's start with the best. Um, are we to guess? Because it's hard to guess. Well, do you want to do the also rens as well? The which? Like, like, I mean, I have five, but I have another five that didn't make it into the top five. Well, yeah, I have a few that didn't make it into the top five. But are you five. doing it in the case of when you reach number two? And I had three possibilities for number two. Or something no, no, like no. That. Actually, this one, I have one for each. <laughs> first year ever, because I didn't see that many. <laughs> so first okay. year ever, I have one for each number of the list. <laughs> You've one spare? No. For each number oh, of the Oh, no, list. no, not one spare. Sorry, no. No, I'm, I'm saying that this year, do you remember normally I have like, oh... Sharing the number two is yeah. this and this. Now this year, oh, only you have only have one, one isolate, yeah. and you've no extras apart from the. Well, five. I do, but they would they didn't really make it because they weren't as good as the ones that are here. Okay. Basically, but I they're they're worth mentioning. Right. If you get me. So shall we start? After you. Okay, my number five. Are we? Are you gonna guess or will I just say it and then we can guess each other's number one? Um. Yeah, I think it's better yeah. that way. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, like I would say. Well, first of all, how many do you think we'll have in common? I'd say about three at least. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. three. I know there's two. Well, definitely three because I know there's two that won't be because you didn't see them. Wow. <laughs> How dare I okay, pick yeah. ones you didn't see? <laughs> Part of the experience was the fact that, you know. Well, yeah. That's coming in. Okay. Anyway, anyway, number five for me was Joker. Okay. And That's one of my also rents. 
Oh, did it make it, it to the make final it to cut? Five. Right, basically because of uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Like that was superb, and I think it deserves a space in my top. And because I, I think most of these films I saw more than once. No, 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 I didn't. Just two of them, which Joker I saw, and I brought John, and I brought my family. And so yeah. you saw it three times then, because saw it one and a half. Well, I saw it half a time with you. My half. Because I arrived late. Remember, I had to go. I forgot. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah we saw it in the, in the, the thing. Yeah, so I, I saw it three times. Yeah. So what's your number five? Um, well, I would just go to my out, out oh. of the five. Well, Joker just, being one. Just talked about how we're going to go through the list and then talk about the other ones. Then also, Renz, I was going to get them out of the way and then go to the list. Okay, so my also Renz would have been um, Can You Ever Forgive Me? Yeah, I have that. I was here. in there as an also Ren. Um, Joker, as I said. And The Irishman. Ooh. I wouldn't put it in the top five. Like, I mean, these are all great. It, there was tough to decide, particularly Joker and The Irishman. The two of them were very close to being in the top five. Mm. And so was Judy, because I loved Judy. Yeah, Judy's not in my top five. But it five. was just because. Judy's in my mentionable experiences. Okay, well, it would be two as well. Mm. Um, and Who You Think I Am, which was a film, saw a French film festival with Julia Binoche, which was just really good. Can't really describe it too much, but. Uh, and the other one would be, I don't know if even would be included, is Jojo Rabbit, because we didn't review it or talk about it. It's but, in my top. Yeah, it is it in my top. It was very close to it, but I had to, I actually put in it in In that case, six. I think we've only have, well, we might have another, we might have only two then, because you mentioned there ones that are in your top yeah okay well my number five is toy story four that's in my mentionable experience that was so close into <laughs> yeah. making it because that i swear to god if i could relive that that was basically really reliving paddington too well that's that's what i thought about jojo rabbit well that uh, is yeah. well like, but, but and yeah i'd agree with you mm. it was a lot of the reasons like if i was to re- look at it logically probably jojo rabbit or even the irishman or joker are better than toy story four but it yeah. was the experience yeah. was just amazing i remember just <laughs> crying so much at one point with laughter that you actually worried are you okay yeah. <laughs> and he so fine fine <laughs> like don't believe us i'm fine i'm grand <laughs> so it was just so like i was missing some of the jokes i was laughing so much yeah yeah oh, and it was so just good. pure joy so that's my yeah. number five okay well my number four might be one that you have in your top which I hope you do, because let's be honest, I'm a bit disappointed with you. <laughs> I've only got Yeah, but your mentionables are, my, are, are like my, the ones that are here. Well, my number four is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. Because it, I think it was just Tarantino at its best ever film was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And he did the film that was su- such a sensitive subject. Did it so well. And he Handled did it, it so well. well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And a lot so of people are criticizing him for it, but I would point out, like, his um, Sharon Tate's sister yeah. has approved the film. Yeah. And she's condemned another film that is on Netflix at the moment. I know, that came out m- around, around the, the same, same time. time. And yeah. It's horrible sounding. Yeah. Like, I mean, I had a glance at it and I said, oh, no, this is just so exploitation. Yeah. Whereas this is nothing like that. Yeah. It's beautiful. So I, I think, yeah, I think he, it was just a masterpiece in my eyes for, for him at least. Uh, yeah, I just think it was brilliant. Well, it's in my top five, so I won't okay. talk on it yet. But my number four was Pain and Glory. Mm. It should have been higher. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I thought you might say that. <laughs> well, I loved it. It's, it's 
it was basically because my number three is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. So it was between the two, two of them were, I would say put them equally at number three then or whatever, but yeah. they were just both so good, but exactly what I expected them to be. Yeah. I mean, I was even thinking back on Pain and Glory and the thing that struck me most was Antonio Banderas in it. Yeah. He was just so moving. Yeah. And that's what got to me. But Once Upon a Time in America was, or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was just epic. Yeah. In, like, well, they're very different types of films. Yeah. But I mean, as you said, like you said, it's Tarantino's best. I would say possibly as well. Like I'm tied between that and Inglorious Bastards, which I love. So mm. it's really hard for me to choose between the two. Whereas Pain and Glory was superb, but it's just typical Almodovar. Yeah. Like yeah. he's just too good. Yeah. That we just yeah. expect this. Yeah. Them. There was no element of surprise, like as in oh my God, this is actually, you know, brilliant as in we weren't really expecting that much. So you have that feeling of yeah. being pleasantly surprised when you're there, you're just pleasantly because you yeah. know it's going you're, to you're, be you're, good. You know, you're, you're yeah. like, it's a perfect meal. Sort yeah. Of thing. yeah. And it's also the same thing we said this about Juliet. You just don't want it to end. You're just enjoying. Yeah. It's like a yeah. lovely, comfortable sleep. You're just relaxing in it. Exactly. So that's, so that's why Painting Glory is my number four. And as I said, once upon a time in Hollywood, number three. Okay. My number three is Irishman the Irish oh, right. it's that to me it's just because it reminded me so much of Lucky and moments <laughs> of it was just it just brought me such happiness how does it remind you no, of Lucky no no to be honest okay Al Pacino reminded me of Lucky okay but I thought the cinematography was brilliant and I just thought the story was so good and non-violent mm. but I just thought he did this because it's very unlike him to do a kind of mafia-esque film without that amount of especially with Joe Pesci like without that amount of violence and it was just brilliant and Joe Pesci was just superb yeah. to me he was he like stole the show like De Niro was always great but Joe Pesci to me was was absolutely brilliant and being his kind of last one we don't really know but I'm guessing well it's probably because uh, I mean he came out of retirement he'd retired yeah, long ago yeah. and this, this uh, they, like, they the said it, he, yeah they took a long time to convince oh, him to him and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and so therefore he's unlikely to want to do another one yeah and they're all saying like this is almost their swan song yeah as a collective yeah so um, you didn't turn off your phone sorry I will turn it off now not to silent it's a message from Sylvia <laughs> anyway hi Sylvia <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, so I was like the thing about Terrence. It's engrossing. Have you watched it again? The Irishman. Since, yeah. Since yeah, I watched it with John. Oh right, and what? Uh, was it's it, just able absolutely to watch brilliant. It, like no yeah, problem watching the no tree. No problem. And how was well, John with it? Well, he stopped for a while and then he napped. <laughs> <laughs> so I did other things, but then we came back and finished watching it. So right. it was fine. It was like, yeah, basically in the middle, I think. Right. We so, stopped and then. Yeah, I haven't got round to watching it yet because of so many other things. At to the watch, same but. time, I hate to have to stop. I just want to sit down just keep going it's just so good <laughs> well that's a, I mean that's a very good sign yeah of it that, particularly with his stat length like yeah. I've seen people post someone has posted up a way of watching it in four parts like yeah. turning it into a miniseries these are the points to break off and so on yeah. and Scorsese has been opposed to that and yeah. even the fact that when we saw it like no interval it's just a whole three and a half hours yeah. and I mean I was in pain like my back was hurting me yeah. at the end but I didn't realise until I stood up yeah. like I was just so absorbed in it um, right, you're number two. Well, this is where we're getting into the ones you haven't seen. It's Fox Lux. That was out this year? Yeah, it was That's out. That's Natalie Portman. Yeah, now I don't know if it was out much. I oh, think you it was saw it in the release. festival. I saw the festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's, it probably isn't as good as the other ones. It certainly wouldn't be as good as Pain and Gloria once upon a time in Hollywood. But it was just so unexpectedly good. 
Mm. Like I mm-hmm. expected a good film and, and I'd enjoy it. And then at the start of it, Jesus, like this, it starts with a shocking start. Mm. And then you go, oh, what kind of film? And then it's just interesting. And then the last half hour or so is effectively a concert, but yeah. it's stunning. It just really gets you going. And it, it emblemizes everything that has gone before. Yeah. It's like a triumph or something like that. I thought it was an amazing film. Is that the same guy from Neon Demon, did you say? Or no? No. No, no okay, it's not. Sorry. But it's very similar. That's oh, a good yeah, point. that's what, yeah. That's what you, struck you, me about it. That, that's probably what you said to me. Yeah, like it's just visually and orally stimulate it's just amazing that, mm. and particularly in the cinema now it's now on Netflix and I haven't watched it on Netflix yet I'd be curious to see probably what anywhere near the same effect but it was just I think it was just a total surprise to this I wasn't even going to see it originally I was going yeah. to see something else in the festival and that's all out and I said oh, Natalie Portman's in this I like it and it looks interesting so well, I love along. when that happens and then you watch it yeah. and you're like that's what God I, I watched it yeah. because it's just brilliant and that was the highlight of the festival and yeah. so it's, that's why it's number two am mine and my number two is Pain and Glory Right. Because it's it's pain and glory. It's all Moldavar. All Moldavar will always have a spot in my top five, even if it's absolute shite. <laughs> I'll save you a well, spot. I, well, this is actually interesting. Yesterday, there's a website, I'm our Facebook group I'm on, and it's International Cinema Cafe. And every Sunday, a number of people post photographs from films and say, name the film. Like, there'll be obscure ones. Mm. And last yesterday's one, one that one posted up was from What Have I Done to Desert This? And I just recognised because it was the old woman, the grandmother and yeah. the son-in-law. And I just posted immediately, what have I done to deserve this? And your man posted back, well done, Mick. And said, have, have you seen El Motivar's latest? And I said, what did you think of El Motivar's latest? And I just said, oh, I loved it. But then I love all his films. And then sent a link to them to yeah. our podcast on it. But that's that's exactly I don't yeah. think there's a single film of El Motivar's I haven't liked. I haven't yeah. loved. I've loved I, I all have of them. To, I have to go and watch more of them. I haven't watched all of them. Yeah, and I might all do that this delight. year because like, it's, I will take a day to do a mode of our marathon. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I said my number two. So, my number one is Jojo Rabbit. Oh right. I just. But I is that there to the experience or the film? Both. Mm. I think I've never seen someone do that subject so brilliantly, because it's such a sensitive subject, especially when you're putting humor into it. Yeah, it's just you. It's so like, it's dodgy to to do that, but it was just everything. It was so sweet, and so lovely. I don't know. I just I can't wait to bring John and Philippe. I said to Philippe, I'm bringing you to this film. I said to my parents, I'm bringing you guys to this film. I'm bringing John to see this film. I'm probably bringing the whole pub to see the bloody <laughs> film because it's just so lovely and it's a kind of a, a new spin on. World War Two films because you just get so like it's always so depressing, and you know you there's I don't think anyone has ever done obviously Tarantino has done it well because his is very fantasy like obviously this is fantasy but his is very much a different his own world, world yeah. yeah this is just so cute and sweet and the actors are, are my yeah, favorite especially actors the children ever. the children yeah. are just so good in it and oh I just I just love it. That, that to me was and the experience as well was great because we were laughing the whole oh, yeah. time <laughs> well I mean it was, it was a film festival preview like it was film festival organised yeah. it and it was like seeing because this place was packed and everyone was there in this sort of preview we've never no one knows about yeah. this film sort of frame of mind so it was wonderful that way yeah oh no I've I've really loved it so that's my number one I know what your number one is what? and it's going to be the one that you insisted are you going to see this film Marina are you going to see this film have gotten around to seeing this film 
Which you Because it's the the first, the second one here. What is it then? Stalin on Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, as soon as I saw on the list, I said, oh, I remember he said it was brilliant and he really wanted me to go see it. And he kept insisting and I didn't go see it. I'm such a pest. That's what drove you away from seeing. You were sick of hearing me do it. Same with Tully, it. yeah. <laughs> Tully was completely different reason because you yeah, were at me you were, to go yeah, see. you were mad that I didn't go see Tully and I made you see it and it was so bad you were, that you wanted to revenge go see Tully I was wanted to review it because you were so on me oh we have to see Tully we have to see Tully and then Tully came out I went and see it I've seen Tully no I haven't gone around to it yet yeah, I missed it I never mind so with Stan and Ollie it, I wasn't in the same frame of mind it was like this has struck me when I saw Judy Mm. Similar thing in that it, it's about three real people and you get to see the other side. And also, again, like what I said about Judy at the time, it didn't feel like it was necessarily Judy Garland. You were just aware it was Randy Zellweger. The same thing with Stan Nolly. You mm. knew it was John C. Riley and Steve Coogan, but they were superb in it. They were really emotionally engaged and it was just a story of a friendship that formed. Yeah. Like they weren't really friends. They were friendly acquaintances when they worked together for years in film but they didn't hang out or anything like that mm. but then they were forced to when they were doing this tour and they became friends as a result of it so I was watching a friendship of two old men yeah. becoming friends who had known each other years it was just beautifully done and it was just so low key like there was a bit of hype about it when it came out and then it was here for a few weeks and was gone yeah. and haven't heard anything about it since and I'd almost forgotten about it until I was going back to the list and said oh yeah. but yes, didn't they I get nominations it. for things I think they got a few nominations didn't they I don't know because it was so early in the year I don't know whether it was nominated for last year's awards or whether it's upcoming awards I think I don't think it won anything no I don't think I it think. did but I think it, it, it was nominated I think he was even nominated for BAFTA or something no possibly yeah because yeah. it would have been well in time for BAFTA and yeah. so on so but I don't think it got anywhere further like I expected a lot more about it mm. because it's big enough subject and so on but no it disappeared fairly quickly but I loved it really loved it so I still will be on at you until you see it go and see something now. Go and see, or see Stan and Ollie when it turns up somewhere it's probably on Sky Movies is it no alright because you've looked <laughs> you've looked relentlessly no I no <laughs> it just didn't appear <laughs> I will look for it then okay. and, and then, oh, so, uh, don't yeah. know why you mix them all with that Tully was better Right, so we do our worst. Okay. That's the fun. <laughs> this is fun. Well, it's going to be fun for you because as I didn't see that many. That, there was certainly nothing really bad for me. That's because you're not married to John. <laughs> and I'm sure John is as grateful. Yeah. Right. Um, hmm. My number five, you haven't seen, you haven't seen th- four of these actually. You haven't seen. Okay. So my number five was Hustlers. Now, Hustlers oh. was the one with Jennifer Lopez, Cardi B, which I love Cardi B. She's my absolute, one of my favorite singers, rappers. And who else was in it? Was uh, Anne Hathaway in it? No, the girl that did Crazy Rich Asians, the main one. I forgot her name. Damn. She was in it. And it's all about the strippers. Oh. And the fact that they were going out with uh, the... They were getting loads of money, but then the the country hit the their own recession. Like it went into the banks, all that. It's crap. American, though. Yeah. Yeah. And then they have to try and make money on it because a lot of like people just weren't coming into the men weren't coming into strip clubs anymore, especially Wall Street men and all that. They would the ones that did, so they were trying to lure people in to these, but they were doing like 
it was all fraudulent behavior and all this and went to jail it's a long thing but it was just it was slow it wasn't as fun as I thought it'd be mm-hmm. I was thinking strippers <laughs> it's gonna be fun <laughs> No, I'm joking. You were thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm persuading John. Yeah. yeah. We have to go see this film, John. And he was like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm strippers. not interested in that yeah, sort of yeah. nonsense. Stop. No. I just, oh, I, I, I thought it would be more than what it was. So to me, okay. that's why I just didn't think it was worth the hype. I don't think it even got good reviews, actually. I remember um, it coming up, but I didn't pay much attention. It just wasn't interested in it. Yeah. So I didn't pay too much attention to I it. I didn't like it that much. Right. Um, you just have three, do you? I have, well, I've. Six, like a five, and an also red. The also red is Avengers Endgame. <gasps> Are you looking at? You're not supposed to look at it. I just saw one of them on your thing. Okay, we'll that's come to that. your worst. No, that's one of your worst. Well, no, you see, this is what I'm saying. You know which one I saw, didn't yeah, I do, you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is how well we know each other. I didn't even have to say which one I saw. Well, I know funny. you wouldn't have seen that idiot. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked by any of others. Um. You see, this thing, none of them were particularly bad. They were mm. just disappointing. Okay. Um, and Avengers Endgame was okay, but it's more a case of, oh. I'm just not into it. That was all right, but I'm just not into that. Yeah. And I went to that because it was a work outing. I would have gone anyway. Yeah. Um, and I watched the previous one just before. Yeah. That was absolutely... That was, it well. was all right again but i just said it's it's like it's fine for what it does for the market it's appealing to yeah. but i'm not part of that market i yeah. just have no interest in it so that was dull but i would say again this is a classic one that was just disappointing so number five is greta yeah that's... i just like i i said uh it's okay there's potential there but it was just as if they didn't really make an effort yeah. There were so many loose ends and cracks and contrivances and fake. I was, like I was getting into it at the starting. Oh, this is going to be a good film, and yeah. then suddenly it's not really. So that was. Was the Belle was brilliant, though, isn't it? She was like, there's, it's good cast, it's good actors, yeah. good writer, director. Everyone's good in it. That's what's so disappointing about it. It's just so cheap. Like it looks like a B movie or something like that. Like be it flattering it. It just was. Uh, implausible yeah yeah that's true yeah yeah i guess so So that would be my number five my number four is shazam now shazam is it was supposed to be a kind of these are all the films i definitely would not no you wouldn't no (laughs) we went to see it because i I think it was a time where everything else that was in the cinema we we had seen already so um it was i don't even know it's a guy who find out finds it's a kid who suddenly f- uh, turns into a superhero really quickly into an adult. So it's a, it's a child in an adult's body that has these superpowers. And it's just not good enough. It's, it was just like, oh, okay. I, you wanted it to finish because you knew where it was going. So you just wanted okay. to get through it. And I wouldn't get up and walk out because John would be like, hey, you're so arrogant. You're so this. And, you know, you think you know everything. So that's why my number four was Shazam. Well, actually, I should have said Greta is my number four and Avengers Endgame is number five because mm. I've one in here that I don't want to mention. It's an Irish one. So we have to be careful. Okay. That. I'll say it to you afterwards. Yeah. So I've done five and four. Well, I've, okay, so will I go? Well, I go on to three. Okay. Then um, my number three um, is Green Book. What? But that's not the, is that the one that you were shocked by? When you saw the list? No, Greta was the one. But oh, right. 
Why were you shocked that Greta was in there? Because I thought we liked Greta. I thought you didn't. Oh, well, anyway. <laughs> no, but Green Book, and again, it's the same reason. It was just disappointing. It's not bad. Have you seen it? Yes. And did you like it? Yes. Okay. I quite liked it, but I said, why is there so much hype over this that well, it's all the Oscars it wo- won? Yeah, it won the Oscar. And yeah. do you remember... Um, things, Spike Lee. Spike Lee saying... Not his cup of tea. Yeah. And I agree with him. Yeah. And I think that's mainly what annoyed me most, because... Um, was it Black Clansman is infinitely better yeah it is and did that come out this year no it was the year before it was the year before because we, yeah, it was one of our yeah, top yeah. five last yeah, year yeah I was thinking that but and I think Green Book would have come out here the year mm. before as well but I only just got around to seeing it this year but um, it was just so ordinary yeah. as far as I was concerned and it was really this is what Spike Lee and a lot of people would object to it's the white saviour thing yeah. in that it's a story supposedly and this is why it gets all the Oscars and all the attention because it's about the terrible inequality that black people suffered told from a white person's point of view yeah. and it's all and the saviour is a white person all the way yeah. along and and was, what really struck me was when it won the Oscar and it was all the awards and you see all the producers and everyone lines up and stuff, every one of them was white yeah like the only black person connected to the film was Mahershala yeah who is brilliant in it because he's yeah. brilliant in everything so and so was Viggo Mortensen they're yeah. both great actors there's a lot of it that is really good if it wasn't well, yeah. for all the hype I would have said honest, it was great to be honest it was kind of like um, what would like it was a bit of a pointless film if you think about it. Why would you make a film about that if you're not black? Yeah. Like which is yeah, Spike Lee's I, point I all the time. Yeah, I understand he gets really that, annoyed yeah. when all these films supposedly mm. about the suffering of black people are made by white people. Yeah. And they ignore the films that are made by black people yeah. about it. And that's if really hit home with this for me because I said it's just so bland in yeah. that regard. And it's like it's ticking all the boxes. Oh, we're very PC. We understand the suffering of black people in, the, in yeah. this country. That Hollywood doing yeah. that. So that's what if it had just been minor enough. I would have said, yes, yeah, a very pleasant little film. Yeah. But again, it was very funny him comparing it to saying that the last time he was beaten out. Well, he says he keeps beating out in his film where they're driving. Yeah. <laughs> like, and yeah. Driving Miss Daisy is classic in that yeah. way. Like it's a nice little film, but it's so wrong yeah, in that regard. yeah so that was why that was why it was my number three all right my number three is avengers endgame okay that, that was, was the yeah. same reason so we've talked about it already so my number two actually is last christmas all right <laughs> fucking hell say. like oh <laughs> my god oh. was it not so bad it's good no <laughs> it's not like love actually love actually is bad but i find it good because I love the cast and I just love... Oh, yeah, but I mean, when we say so bad, it's good that you just... Like, the room is so bad, it's good. Yeah, but no, no, not not like that. So bad, it's bad. This is, like, atrociously bad. This is, like, Emma Thompson, you're in this industry for so long. How can you make a film like this? And you've you're very done, good. Well, she, you have, you, but she, and she's done brilliant films. Like, she's been in absolutely brilliant films where scripts are just amazing. And... Oh no, no, she no, it. no, no, yeah, it's like, no, no, it's just, oh, no, <laughs> I just can't think of, like, if you say to me last Christmas, the first word that comes to my head is no, <laughs> oh, okay. reject, 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 last Christmas, no, <laughs> I'm not giving you my but heart, but that's why, they did the whole thing with, um, Wham and, thing. George Michael's song, yeah, and you're like, the poor man, <laughs> No, oh, just 
I could not. But did you know that going in? Did you suspect it was going to be bad? No, I just right. thought because I didn't read anything about it, and you know there wasn't anything on. And I just said to John, I said, "Well, we just go see that because I, I I want to actually see it because it's a new Christmas film, and I want to see what it's like." Because one day I actually do want to make a Christmas film. I have my own ideas, but okay. <laughs> just to see the and the ways of not to do exactly. it. <laughs> ideas based on what you saw here. Um. So. We went to see it and immediately, God bless him, he turned into me because he just looked at me and went, what did you bring me to? Oh, it's your choice. <laughs> yeah, it was my choice to go. So he turned into me and he kept going, oh, what did you bring me to? What is this crap, Marina? <laughs> I was like, I'm actually such a, I'm so sorry. We spent money on this. It was just awful, 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 awful. Not as bad as my number one, but still. Awful, absolutely atrocious. Right, what's uh, your number two? Okay, um, my number two is Lullaby, which was a French film in the French Film Festival, and it was just within. I was trying to get into it. It was basically the plot was this um, well-off couple um, hire a nanny, and um, she's very strict, like she's very religious and all this. So you're just wondering what, where is it going to go? And it's like, oh, it's going to be a thriller about the nanny being psychotic or something, which should be fine. But there was barely any psychosis to it. Like it was just really irritating little things that she do. And she was giving sort of, oh, you shouldn't do that to the parents. It was just minor all the way along. And then it just went mad at the end. And I just went, this is so boring. Yeah. And then, oh, it's just so, it's like as if, you know, we, we said before about how Irish filmmakers can't make French films. When you see French films that yeah, are all about people talking yeah. and so on, they're so intellectual. No one can make them like the French. But it's like French filmmakers can't make Hollywood films either. Yeah. This is what I felt like. It's really trying to be this. And it just has no clue. It was a clueless film. It was, And luckily, only shown once in the French Film Festival. I think I saw it with Joe, my mate Joe, who goes to these films, films with me. And I think he thought it was crap too. <laughs> so that was my number two. Right, so my number one is Midway. Oh, which I never got to see after you. Yeah. <laughs> urging us to go and see it. Only for the reasons of... Oh yeah, after having seen it. Yeah, yeah I want to see what Mick would think because it's everything that I am against in cinema, okay. basically. The script was so cliche. It's basically the easiest film to make. Okay. Because you just grab a script that it's about the same thing and just change a few lines and put more cliche lines for effect and then make this... You have your cool main character that chews on gum throughout the whole film when he talks because it gives the effect of cool guys. So he just goes, yeah. And you're like, stop, stop. Why do you need to be eating gum <laughs> what's your problem okay but that's a personal bias you have yeah 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 no that's a, that's, <laughs> no, that's the least that's you a... wearing a cardigan no if i say yes will you make it <laughs> yeah. you hate it <laughs> i hate it already on your behalf but i really want to see it um so like that's that's the first thing right not the main thing and then he's like this i am going to sacrifice everything i have even though i have a family to go and save america so very patriotic. Oh yeah. And then they put in Nick Jonas, which I I like very much as a singer. As <laughs> <laughs> a singer. <laughs> as this Italian immigrant who just loves America as well and is mad 
and he does all these crazy things on the plane and then he comes out with these amazing phrases that just supposed to blow your mind and this is the thing that sums up the film to me if I'm ever going to pitch it to someone to not see it is this quote when someone comes up to Bruno and and says to him are you not afraid and he just goes why would I be afraid I mean I'm here anyway I might just go out and do it for the country man's got to do what a man's got to do what <laughs> so you're not afraid because you're there anyway and you're doing it for the country mm. right i would be there saying i am the f- afraid i am fucking shitting myself <laughs> but i'm gonna do it anyway because that's what i'm paid to do <laughs> that to me is more realist than these phrases that like uh, and, and he is mad he ends up dying as well, which is good. No, I haven't seen it. I but really, it, but, really want to know. No, but it's 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 predictable. It's okay. the whole thing. Like I am mad. I'm going to sacrifice myself for my country. Everyone loves Bruno, the little Italian. Oh, so it's still Italian. Like it's not the clean cut wasp American guy that gets killed. It's the Italian immigrant. That yeah, gets killed. Oh, exactly. Yeah, so it's the, no, but it's the token immigrant there yeah. that is there to help America, and he loves America, and. He's mad and he's he's very skillful in the because they're all plane drivers. Sorry, they're they're all plane not, drivers. Not pilots. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I see your problem. You yeah. didn't it's understand. Just yeah, it's just sophisticated for me. Look at these plane drivers. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's the, that's to end the year okay. with the. So, if you're on a boat, say, where's the ship manager? The ship yeah. manager? Do you mean the captain? <laughs> Plane driver. I gotta hold that up for I'm so glad it's recorded. As well. I was trying to find You're so stressed and stressed by this film that you, you won't even take the time to find the right word. Just any word that describes it will do. Exactly. Anyway, they're all pilots. <laughs> Driving these wing, iron winged things. That birds, make noise. Yeah. Iron birds. Anyway, so they're all plane drivers. And <laughs> and so they're all like skillful and, you know, um, experts, experts. Yeah. And they have to take down Japanese ships. It's a whole Pearl Harbor thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're in the middle of the ocean. So they have the big ships where they have to uh, take off from and all this. And it's all about Just give us your intro. it's not Pearl Harbor. It's the Battle of Midway, which was years. Yeah, later. no, no, no. But it's it's the, it, it tells a story of it shows Pearl Harbor and it all shows right. them the reason why they did whatever they did. So it's about that. And there's spies and whatever and people calculating and <laughs> calculating. <laughs> no, like calcul- using numbers <laughs> <laughs> and math. Stop! Stop! Right, okay. <laughs> Calculating. I changed my mind about our next trip. We're going abroad because I just <laughs> want to see you get the plane. Where's the driver? <laughs> Excuse me. Are you the plane driver? <laughs> Off. <laughs> she won't want what to do in case of emergency. Yeah. <laughs> the plane crashes. Can I have those yellow floaty things? <laughs> and what do the I do? The yellow bubbles. <laughs> and 
what do I do with them again? <laughs> oh, God. Right, anyway. So that's the whole point. And then the, the fact that Bruno, the token immigrant guy, is there. And he's... <laughs> And he's ready to sacrifice himself. And he does all these mad skills and people just love him so much and want to be with him. By the end of the film, they forgot about him completely. <laughs> and they're just like, oh my God. And of course, the main guy, the gum chewer, is just <laughs> praise. Gum. And it's, everything is just so like, oh my God. And the way they call the Japs, oh, the Japs this and the Japs. They, they, use, they overuse that word. Okay. And you're just like, stop. We know who you're talking about already. Like, there's only two people there, um, America and Japanese. Dying to see this yeah. film. So, let's, uh, can I watch it with you, please? <laughs> yes, so, yeah. Let's buy the Blu-ray yeah. and go home and So, watch it's it. just, it's absolutely horrendous. And Woody Harrelson, isn't it? I'm just like, why are you oh, making yeah. that film? They have to put the typical Woody Harrelson character. Cynical. In. I presume he's cynical yeah, and world-weary. Yeah, yeah. And he, but he's just like this, like, I love him to bits. Mm-hmm. But he is... When you put him in a war film, he does look like the typical American patriotic tough guy. Hard bitten. Yeah. I suspect him, he's chewing a cigar. Probably. Yeah, like that kind of stuff. So uh, he's kind of like that in this one as well. And then you have the women, of course, that get together in the house to talk about their men at war. As if they've not, like, we've nothing else to do. <laughs> well, <of course. laughs> Hang on. If, if there's women who have men, boyfriends, husbands, sons at war. You think they talk about something else? <laughs> Would you go back in the kitchen? There's stuff to be doing. No, that, that's not what you mean. It's just think that they should be fighting for women's rights. Yeah, right, yeah, they? Yeah. And if they want to go and kill themselves, that's their problem. We have... We well, now that he's gone, the toilet seat is down all the time. It's great when no. he's off driving his plane. No, but it, what I mean is they all get together to talk, but they're ju- judgmental of each other. And it's just, it's oh. like, I don't think that that's what they would have done there. Like they'd have the support, probably support groups between them and they'd go, you know, and, and sit down and chat. But um, what I'm saying is they get together. To, it, it's, just, it's just so pointless in the film is what oh, I their, mean. Their presence. Yes. Like, it contributes nothing to the film. And that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably not, just there for Not that away. the women back then are like, oh, they get together. They, they, it's just like, would you not do something else? <laughs> Play with your phone. Yeah. <laughs> like that. No, that's not what I mean. Anyway, okay. that's my spiel on really, Midway. Really, I'd say probably anyone listening to this say, well, I like the sound of Joshua rapping, but that Midway sounds <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> Plane drivers. <laughs> Can you just imagine planes on the streets <laughs> being driven? Oh, I'm, is, I'm never going to let this go. Every no, single know, time there's a technical aspect to a film. I Plane drivers. No, I'll just do something similar. <laughs> oh, so low. Hmm. Right. So I was going to say best experiences in film, but that's one of them. That's the best experience in a podcast. <laughs> right then. Did you say your worst of all? I, I did. Oh no, did. I didn't. Um, again, it was the most disappointing because it wasn't that bad, but it was pretty crap. Terminator: Dark Fate. Yeah, I mean that to me is just well. Like, obvious. do you even like the actual original Terminator films? I think I saw it once. It just doesn't appeal to me mm-hmm. as an audience member. Like, I'm not that. Like you said about not being the market for Avengers. That's not the market for me. Like any of those kind of films, Arnold Schwarzenegger films, they're not for me and I saw the the other Terminator the one before this one a well, couple of years ago which one now because you see this is the thing there's 
five of them. There's the Terminator Genesis. Yeah, the which is the one with yeah. Amelia Clark, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw that one. It was okay, but at the same time, it's not my thing. Yeah, these kind of films are just... It's just not my thing. Okay. Well, I would say the first two were mm-hmm. my thing, sort of. I wouldn't be mad about it, but I really enjoyed them. The first mm-hmm. one, particularly the second one, Terminator 2, Judgment Day. When it came out, we were all going, hasta la vista, baby, to each other oh. and so on. It was all... Oh, yeah, big macho thing. But it was just... In, it was just really enjoyed. The whole logic of it, time, mm-hmm. travel and so on, it all made sense. Yeah. But that was that's the problem with it. Terminator 2 is the end. Mm. There's no way, there's no logic of Andy first. So Terminator 3 was just wishy-washy and just pointless. And so all of them have been pointless since. So then I really thought with this one coming out, particularly since Linda Hamilton was back in it. Because this, Amelia Clark was playing the Linda Hamilton yeah. part before. So they just keep rebooting, rebooting, and trying to get something out of it. And you just say, no, it's already over. They can't do yeah. it. And the fact that Cameron was involved, I thought, oh, this would be good. And it wasn't. It just highlighted again, there is no need for another film. They're, yeah. they're contriving something. So... The plus of this one, because the plus of the second one is that the whole future that created the first one has been stopped. They mm. prevented it from happening. So another future has to happen. Another horrific future has to happen instead. So it's like it's a complete. They were obviously planning on making more and more of them. They were rebooting the yeah. whole concept and it just did not work. And it's flopped, I think, badly. Well, it certainly didn't make much money. So it was just about half a choice. When is this going to get good? And it's actually not going to. This yeah. is just going to get worse. And so it was the biggest disappointment of the year for me. I was really looking forward to it. Yeah. I just, so thank God I didn't go see it because John kept insisting. I told him you can go see it by yourself. Like I'm not. I'm honestly not going to pay to see Terminator. I I just know for fact. Even if it was a good film for Terminator, it's not my type of film. It's just yeah. not for me. It's like he would not go see Cats with me, for example, or Little Women. That's just not his type of film. Yeah. And that's fine. But I just I just can't stand. Terminator, yeah, I, I don't, I don't like it at all. Okay, so I would say it was the biggest disappointment, but it wasn't as disastrously bad as things mm. like Midway that you're saying and oh. so on. It wasn't. It was yeah. a watchable film, but bitter disappointment. Yeah, right. So mentionable experiences are our best experiences of the year. Mm-hmm. I would have to say I have four down here that I've wrote, written. Obviously, Jojo Rabbit is one of them. Yeah. But it's it was on my top anyway. So I have obviously Toy Story four, which let's be honest, that was to me that was just another Paddington two, which was absolutely brilliant <laughs> because we were there. And the thing is, it was a full packed like it was a packed cinema, and everyone was laughing. Yeah, I and it. yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. And I saw it twice actually. And I didn't laugh as much with John as I did with you though. Well, because I was crying laughing. Yeah, so, so I was laughing, laughing at you. At me, yeah, yeah. Because you were laughing every time those puppets came up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing at them now, just remembering them. I think I saw something recently. Oh, Jordan Peele was in it. Mm. Jordan Peele, who directed yeah. us, was what, played one of the voices. And I don't know which one. And mm. it's someone called Buddy. Do you remember Buddy in it? I think it yeah, was he was Yeah, he was one of the the plush toys. Oh, the ones right. that attacked us. <laughs> Well, I thought he was one of the ventriloquist no. dolls. But as soon as I just saw, because I was looking up Jordan Peele for something else. Mm. And so I was in Toy Story 4. And then something like that. My immediate thought was, because it was, it was two, one character of two was the way it was highlighted. And the only thing I could remember of two characters were the two ventriloquist yeah. But as soon as I just thought of them, they came into my head. I burst out laughing again. Just remembering <laughs> them. So that was it. But I have here also, well, Judy and Downton Abbey. 
Yeah. Because. Because it's Stella. Yeah. And the whole well, downtown because we laughed at the same bit. Oh, yeah. And it was brilliant. Well, no, it wasn't even just that. We laughed. Uh, we turned to each other. And went, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the bit where Lady Anne or whatever her name is, the princess, yeah. is crying. I <laughs> 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 just hear this. And just said, ha, ha, <laughs> laughing at her suffering. Um. And then the other one is Knives Out. I enjoyed oh, myself yeah. going to Knives Out. That's yeah. one of my experience because I, lo- I actually love that film now. I think it's a great film. It's I, a really yeah, good film. Because it's just, it doesn't take itself seriously. It's not there to be like, oh, you know, d- serious. Because some, some of them can be like, you know, when they redo Agatha Christie. Yeah. They, they try a bit too hard sometimes. Okay. I'm saying that about Murder on the Orient Express. But anyway, and there's the Death on the Nile coming out next year. Yeah. So, which I'm looking forward to. And I think it's kind of oh. Branagh again. It is, yeah. Yeah. But this one is just a nice whodunit that is like, you kind of know in the middle of the film and then at the end there's a little, a little revelation. But it's the cast and the characters yeah. that are just so good. And we were laughing throughout because well, yeah, of similarity. <laughs> well, it was funny, but without being sending it up. It wasn't yeah. a send up or a yeah. pastiche of the thing. It yeah. was still a whodunit thriller and enjoyable. Yeah. Like it's the, the perfect Christmas film. Yeah. After you've had a big dinner to sit down, bloated and mm. just watch this entertainment. It's yeah. pure entertainment. Yeah. And it is, it mocks the genre to an extent, but not too much. Yeah. It's still taking it seriously. There is a serious story in there. Yeah. So yeah, I would say, I would say, yeah, in that vein, I would say Jojo Rabbit, Lives Out yeah. and Toy Story 2 were for me there. But I will say on that line, I coupled Jojo Rabbit with Nightmare Before Christmas because we saw it in yes. the one week. Yes, yes, and yes, yes, it yes. Was, How did I forget that? Nightmare Before Christmas. Jeez Louise. And I just put it down because I've never had that type of experience before. Mm. Like seeing a film with live performances and so on. We did Frankenstein. No, but not, not, I mean, like the actors. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah, actors. yeah. Seen like, no, I've seen it. a yeah, number yeah, of yeah. times. I've seen films where there's musical accompaniment and so on. I've seen lots of them and they're amazing. But this was the first time I've ever seen anything like that in a big theatre. Where yeah. it's, it's basically a concert yeah. with a film in the background. Yeah. So, it's like, so that was a great experience. And it was, Rose. Yeah, seeing her. Yeah. That, but it was the fact that you brought me to it. This mm. was your concept. And I was going along and saying, well, I'll enjoy this. But I loved it. Yeah. I loved seeing with you. And then straight after that, we went to Jojo Rabbit. Like two days later, yeah. Jojo Rabbit. And that was unexpectedly brilliant. Yeah. And it was exactly like you said, it was Paddington 2. Yeah, again. yeah. So yeah. I really felt that. Like, I think to me, you said Toy Story was the Paddington it was but this was much more the Paddington 2 moment to me that this the maybe because it's so Christmas. recent no the, the Jojo, Jojo Rabbit. Rabbit yeah it was just because I mean we were constantly turning each other with yeah. glee yeah at the same reaction this is so yeah. good yeah. Like, so right but that's not my number one Oh, do you? Have, is that all yours? Or do you have? Well, I, I, yeah, well, I just put them all together. I don't. I didn't put the best ex- film experiences in top right. because they were all very good. Well, the number one. Surely you can guess what this is. Number one. Number one. I don't know. It's a combination as well. Long day closes. Oh yeah. Followed by kind hearts and coronets, which we saw yes, straight up as well. Yes, that was this year. Oh my that god. That was this year. So early in the year. Yeah. But it was particularly for me. Two of my all-time favorite films that no one else is going to. Well, I know a lot of people love Kind Hearts of Grand yeah. but no one I've ever seen Long Day Closes with anyone. It's a really yeah. obscure little film in that way, and I know and most people would yeah. hate it. And it was just the fact that you loved it, 
and the way you loved it like yeah. because afterwards you didn't even pretend and you said then you highlighted the fact that your favorite bit was the bit that has always been a cinematic milestone for me the roll the pan over the church the and church like that, that was absolutely and stunning, yeah. it was just i remember even at the time seeing that way back in 92 or one mm. or something just got I love this film so much yeah. and at the time thing, and I love this cinema because that was the original light I said yeah. just said, this no one else can get this like, yeah. Just, yeah and then you did so that was my highlight of the year. and kind hearts of Carnest then of course afterwards yeah. just to see such a perfect black yeah. and white classic right how many did you watch this year then 60 oh fuck me <laughs> I watched 37 that's oh, well 38 including a surprise film yeah, 38, including surprise film. Right. Like, to be, oh, and I want to mention Star Wars. It was, it's not great, but I just love it. And I've seen it twice and I might see it again. <laughs> well, are you saying 37 films or 37 cinema experience, cinema trips? 38, well, they're all the same. 38 films watched in the cinema. Oh, right. So not again, not yeah. going to see it again. Just the actual, each single film seen in the cinema. Okay, well then I'm effectively 59 because I went to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood twice. I counted that in my 60 trips. Oh, yeah. We went, oh, yeah, because we went to see it together. In, we, went to see it, yeah. we went to see it with John first, and then two of us went, and I went to see it myself, and then two of us went afterwards. Yeah. So, so that's what I'm saying is 60. Because <laughs> that was a good experience as well, especially the Bruce Lee scene. Do you remember what he says? If you kill anyone. If you kill anyone, you, you go to prison. It's homicide. <laughs> There's manslaughter. Or the manslaughter. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good one as well. Yeah, so I watched 38, but this year, I know for a fact, because I have a season ticket for the film festival. Because again, that's what probably brought me over the edge as well. Like yeah. I had a season ticket again this year. So you No, but I will, me. I will, because I'll have more time this year. I will try and go at least, and, and see at least one film a week okay. on top of everything else. So yes, so actually next year, so we have to see, I want to see cats because especially after the thing I showed you of the yeah. comment on, on YouTube, I thought was brilliant. I want to see it just because it's been so bad. Everyone's saying it's so bad yeah. that I really want to see it. I want to see Little Women, obviously. Oh yeah. I'm gonna see Jojo Rabbit again because uh, it comes out in two days, and I want to see David Copperfield. Oh yeah. Can't wait to Definitely. see that one. Um, 1917 is coming out as well. That's another one I want to see. There's a few. That's number one for me. That's the one I really want to see. Yeah, there's a few out, and I think there's oh, fucking more Disney remakes next year. I'm actually getting sick of them now. I'm sick of all remakes and superhero films, and it's there's no more well, originality. And the is, is and... Disney is controlling all of this. Yeah, yeah. So that is. A well, worry. this is what they're saying about Star Wars. That Star Wars just haven't been as good because it's been so censored around, like of what Disney wants. Oh, family audience yeah, type thing. Yeah, that they can't do. Yeah, they just can't violence. do. Yeah, certain types of violence. So it's. Ugh, but it's I haven't just seen. Me now. I haven't seen. And the, I love Disney, Wars. but I know you do. It's just it just hasn't been. I think the world knows you. Disney know you. <laughs> that little photograph of you. We must please Marina. So they're probably listening to. Ooh, we need to add more sex and violence to our films. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping like. What other films are coming out now? Well, the one I'm really looking for, apart from 1917, is that that is the main one, and mm. that's very soon. Yeah. Um, I'm dying to say because I just love First World War films. Yeah. And there's so few of them. Yeah, that's true. But And you would expect to be a lot this yeah. time of year. But I'm also really looking forward to The Lighthouse. Yes. Yeah, which I saw on the list, and, and it's already out in America. Like, all these films mm. are out in America already. 
Um, I want to see that as yeah, well. Yeah, and I'm, I'm what's really it's almost like the artist. When mm. the artist, when I first heard of it, I thought, oh, they've made a film just for me because mm. I didn't think anyone would be interested in it. And I, I was actually worried that it might never even get released over here. That was because yeah. just all I heard was they were making a silent film first time in decades or anything mm. made, and it was made exactly like they made in the 1920s so this obscure little film has just maybe come to the eye of the lighthouse and then it was massive and the lighthouse was the same because i'd heard about it from someone i worked with was pointing out and that it was made on 16 millimeter something just old equipment mm. proper film and that it was just set on the lighthouse with two actors and this is very limited and suddenly i've seen posters for it everywhere yeah and i again thought well obviously it's coming to the lighthouse there's no question of that yeah. but i thought that would be it lighthouse and afi but i've seen posters in Cineworld and and we saw everywhere it in yeah yeah so um this could be a big thing yeah so absolutely looking there's forward to that also uh bombshells i think oh yeah that i want to see too. that one yeah i'm really interested in that one um, what else? There's a few coming out. I can't remember now. Stop my head. I should have written it down. But yeah. Anyway, I'm very, very excited for next year. Because well, I will definitely, yeah, I'm definitely going to see more than one a week. Yeah. So yeah. And it'll be the whole film festival experience together. I know. Isn't it great? <laughs> so I said, welcome to our last ever podcast. <laughs> we are sick of each other. <laughs> um, this this podcast will be recorded in different. Yeah, rooms, rooms, different yeah. counties. Mick is recording from Kells. We'll have his bit for the first half and then my bit for the second half and all over then. Yes. Right. Okay. That's it then. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll leave you with a plane driver Oh yeah, quote. I've added effects, same <laughs> yeah. effects of planes. And just, I'll have a plane flying overhead and then... <laughs> for a train? Yeah. <laughs> Plane drivers. Right, so let me think of a, a, a nice cliche phrase, sentence thing to finish this off. <laughs> That's really hard because I'm actually smart. So <laughs> There you go. Yeah. The perfect end. The perfect ending. I can't come up with stupid phrases. I'm <laughs> smart. Yeah. Is that like the typical dumb schmuck? Yeah. I'm clever. <laughs> It is a plane driver. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Me saying I'm smart coming from the person who came out with plane driver. Like. <laughs> we, we've, we've egged it too much now. Milted too much. It's just gone too far. No, it hasn't. Okay. From now on, every podcast yeah. will start off. Plane drivers. Right. Tune into Train to Busan. We have a podcast on Train, train to, to Busan. Busan. So there you go. We have the hoo-hoo in that. Have to watch that film again. Um, right, anyway, thank you very much for listening. I've been Marina Gorski. And I've been Mick Jordan. Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs>